Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about long-distance relationships. Do they really work, or is it sort of like being in fantasy land with regard to all the the fantasy and the humor and the warmth that you feel when you think you're in a relationship, but are you really? Let's discover this. So... Anyway, that's what we're going to be talking about today. If you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about no sex in years. It's you, not them. Sure, it's easy to blame women for being so stingy with with sex. It's easy to think that everyone, especially women, can get laid anytime they want. It's easy to blame stress, your job how you look, or whatever other excuses you make for yourself. Safe to say, this isn't going to get you anywhere. It's you and your attitude that need to change. So you can you can listen to this show and any and all of the archive shows on my mobile app. So easy to find. All you have to do is type in The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and it will come up on Google Play and iTunes. All right? So get that done. Anyway, we're also on uh, SoundCloud and tune in for the archive shows if you happen to have missed it. So let's hop back in to today's topic. We're talking about long-distance relationships. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to Sherwin, who is in a long-distance relationship himself, and he recommended today's topic. So thanks, Sherwin. Appreciate it. All right, so what is this thing called long-distance relationships? Well, most people believe that attempting a long-distance relationship is crazy, delusional even, and They have a point. Relationships are hard enough without dealing with expensive plane tickets, time differences, and stupid text hugs. Gosh, I hate those emoticons. All right. Yet, and yet, so many end up doing the long-distance thing for the simple reason that, well... Love is not always convenient or rational. Now, the girls may say when you are in love, the feeling is so rare and urgent that amputating it due to an inopportune circumstance seems totally insane. Even more insane than, say, dating somebody who lives 3,000 miles away from you. Now, for a guy, the guy will likely proceed in a long-distance relationship Well, because he's lazy. It's really nothing more than that, in my opinion. I guess he figures, a guy will figure, why throw away a bird in the hand to find somebody close by? All right. I guess that's the MO. So let's take a look at Lindsay, who met her boyfriend about five months ago while he was spending a couple of weeks in New York for work. So what she assumed would be a fleeting hookup actually turned out, turned into 12 nights locked in a hotel suite. (laughs) I guess his employer had to pay for all that hookup time. All right. When they finally said goodbye in a pizza place, she was hyperventilating like a junkie entering withdrawal. Now, four days later, she was on a plane to Los Angeles to get her fix. This is all to say that when Lindsay and her man decided to try to make things work long distance, the choice certainly did not feel measured or logical. So far, they've managed to never spend more than eight days apart, which in one respect feels impressive and in another psychotic given the physical and financial toll of flying across country for 10 hours to get your fix. And while she doesn't regret their decision to be long distance, she often wonders, can we defy all the odds to make it work? So in my opinion, most of the time, guys don't want to move because of their job. And most of the time, girls don't want to move because of friends and family. So 
you know, you it's nice to fall in love with somebody uh, who is long distance, but you know, until both of you want to get to the practical aspects of who's moving when and where, it can be a little daunting. I know a lot of people go on with long distance relationships for months, even years, because they don't want to look at who's they don't want to look at the reality of who actually is going to have to move. So if the guy happens to have a job that he can pretty much do anywhere, I mean, let's say most of his job he can do from his laptop, then you know what? They probably have a good shot. Or if the woman doesn't have a big family or isn't really too close to her friends, or, or maybe she's willing to communicate to her friends and family via FaceTime or via social media or whatever. If that works for her, then also they might have a shot. But usually those types of people, they are the exception to the rule, not the rule. So you have to really examine and figure out sooner than later who exactly is going to be doing the moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So relationships, particularly new relationships, have the ability to make us feel and act epically. I mean, who doesn't want that dopamine drop in your system that you just feel like you're high, you're on a cloud? I mean, of course, it's, it's very alluring. It's, it is like a drug. It's a, it's a natural drug that your body produces and we definitely feed off of those feel-good hormones. But the intense longing, meaning desperation, that comes with being in a long-distance relationship can spawn some particularly undignified behaviors. And Lindsay has learned that if you want to survive, you have to embrace this part of yourself. For instance... She's learned to accept that she's now a person who sleeps clutching her boyfriend's dirty gym shirt or his pillowcase with his drool all over it, which until recently one could think was exclusively done by psychotic women um, in erotic thrillers. So, yes, it can spawn some very crazy behavior. When Lindsay was asked what makes it work, she said the key is to always have something on the books, like we'll see each other at Easter, or we're going on vacation together in June, or we'll be together at Christmas. Otherwise, if you don't have a new date set on the books, it can the time can really slip away from you and you really don't have too much to look forward to. So that was her little trick to make it work is when you're leaving this date or this interaction, make sure you have something going on for the near future. Another thing that was very helpful helpful to her is to have a basic daily guideline. For example, maybe you want to text every morning to say hi, and maybe you want to FaceTime every night to say goodnight. So even if it's just for five minutes, and what that will do is it will have a marker of this emotional contact that you can look forward to every day. And this can really help because it defines a tone of consistency. And as we know, um, having this much distance between you and time between you, a lot can happen. So the more you have that consistency, the better it can cement your connection. So that was her tip. I kind of agree with those two. How about you? Do you agree? If you want to call in on this topic... You can do so. You can uh, you can call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. Today we're talking about long-distance relationships. Or you can also call us on... You can also call us on our new free mobile app and just hit the uh, call now button and it will do all the dialing for you. 
So make that happen, and we'll catch you right back after the break. You're listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Talk to you soon. Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so happy to have you here today. We are talking about long-distance relationships. We have a caller on the line. Joe, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for calling. Hi, Joe. How, or hi, Linda. How are you today? I'm, I'm well, thank you. Tell us a little bit about your story. I hear that you have a long-distance relationship. Yes, yes. As you know uh, from what we discussed earlier, it's been a, um, just a little bit over two years, and um, it's not quite as long distance as some people may have it in their relationship. Yeah. We're only about two and a half hours away. Um, but as you know, my stage in life, my children are, well, I have one child that's grown, two children that are nearly grown. Um, she also has a child. We're kind of in different stages in life, and for me personally, I think there just has to be an extremely high level of trust between the two people for for it to work. Yeah. And how and, how do you define how, how do you define that level of trust? Like, how did you know you had that comfort zone? Well, um, any relationship, as you know, it goes back to communication skills and I think everything in a long distance relationship has to be at a heightened level as far as communication because if you attempt to contact the other person or you're texting or calling uh, FaceTime all these technologies we have today Skype you have to make yourself available to the other person as much Mm -hmm. as you possibly can you know, outside of, uh, you know, having to be at work and things like that. But you have to let that person know that you're there for them. Right, right. I mean, the person can be, you know, 20 minutes away from you, and you still don't really know what they're doing with their own personal time. So I agree that high level of communication definitely comes in handy for somebody who's close by versus somebody who's, two and a half hours away. So good for you for, you know, having that clear level of communication to make this happen. What are, what are some other uh, tips that worked for you, like helped, helped you stay connected in the times that you're apart from each other? Well, outside of making the best attempt that we can to travel to see each other, um, the communication also as you and I have discussed before, because, you know, I've been on the show before, we were, we've were we both been previously married. 
there was a whole lot more vetting and planning for the future and checking for compatibility. Do we want the same things in life? I mean, eventually somebody's going to move. Um, someone's going to have to make that sacrifice. Um, do we want to live in the same type of setting? You know, what, what do we want for a future together and what it will you know, what we expect from each other. We have to be upfront and clear about that because, as you know yourself, that, you know, you and I talked before in the previous marriage, we may not have gone into the marriage really saying, okay, well, this is what I want to do in five years, 10 years, 20 years. This is where I want to retire. This is what I want to do. Um, are we on the same page? Because if you're not, there's, there's no point in moving forward. And always in any relationship, you never want to ignore any red flags. You want to confront them immediately. Anything that that comes to your attention or your suspicion, you want to confront that immediately. You have to, you know, put that on the table and and uh, be willing to say, hey, you know, we need to get this straightened out. You know, you have to make sure you're both on the same page throughout that relationship as to where it's going to go in the future, that there's going to be forward progress eventually. I love that. Never ignore the red flags. Confront it, you know, immediately. I love that. I know a lot of people don't want to do that or they're afraid of the answer. They're afraid of the outcome. So they they stick their head in the sand with, with regard to those types of things. But you have too much at risk at this juncture, especially with a long-distance relationship. And I think that is a very valid uh, piece of advice that people should listen to. Absolutely. Now, Who's moving where? That That's probably the biggest obstacle. And at what stage in the game did, did you and your lady have that talk? Like, who's going to be the one who moves? Well, she is going to move. We're, we are going to be getting married June 9th. That's our uh, date we're going to get married. And then, like I said, it's been a little bit over two years that we've been in the relationship. And just the situation and... You know my history as far as my divorce, what I've been through, and everything. Yes. I'm a I'm a very independent person, and it's not like I just went out and bought a home and, and had my kids and everything's been peachy. It's been get what I have, acquire what I have, and fight tooth and nail through a divorce. And, <laughs> you know, it's been blood, sweat, and tears put into what I have. And my right. children, my children are with me, and I just made it clear up front. It's just I don't want to seem, you know, I I'm, I put the option on the table up front that hey, if this isn't something for you, if you don't see yourself relocating in the future, then I would understand that it wouldn't work for for us. Yeah. But apparently, she sees value in it, and I. The poor woman, I've probably given her more headache than anyone ever. But she sees the value of, well, hey, you know, this guy's, you know, he's got custody of his kids. He's tried hard. He has his home. You know, he wants to include me in it. He wants to bring me in it. And, you know, she finally, you know, did make the decision that she will be moving here. But mm-hmm. she is very close to family. I mean, she lives right by family. Um they have a beautiful farm, uh, but, you know, like I said, it's two and a half hours away from here. They have a beautiful farm, and I know it is a sacrifice for her to come here. But at the same time, I told her, I said, you know, because there is a business on the farm, and it's a seasonal-type business, that we will be traveling. You know, we will be making trips back and forth. There will be a home that is maintained there for us as well. Oh. So we- we will be spending time up there as well, but like I said, it's been two years. It'll be about two and a half years by the time we're actually married and under the same roof in the same home, basically full time. Wow. Okay. So, you know, like I said at the top of the hour, a lot of women don't want to move because of friends and family. So, I think um, as somebody who is in a long-distance relationship, I think it is good to discuss, well, you know, how can we get you back to your home base 
um, how frequently are we traveling back to where she is, you know, so she can reconnect with her friends and family. So good for you for, for mapping that out because, you know, the, the other party doesn't want to feel isolated from their former life. They still want to be connected. So, yeah, that's a good way of handling it that, that you say we're – I think you, you mentioned that you're going to actually have a physical place in, in, in her town. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's correct. She has a home there. It's it's a a, a family owned residence that she has lived in um, mm-hmm. for the last ten, twelve years, and she is going to maintain the home. You know, well, both her and I are going to maintain that. You know, keeping up that home while we live here at my location. And how how often do you foresee that you'll revisit her hometown? Well, she'll probably travel back there more than. Both of us will all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we—I—I I want her to know and feel comfortable that you know if she is missing family, which I know women do have that tendency. In most cases, not all, but in most cases, that they'll have that family connection. Whereas men, I think, are more independent. And you know, I want to respect that. And and you know, hey, if you need to go see your family this month. And if I can make arrangements to go with you, I will. If I've got a lot going on here, I'll have to pass, and she'll have to go and visit them. So it's kind of an open arrangement there as far as her traveling back and forth to see her family when, when she sees the need. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds great. Okay, these are all very good tips, and she must be an absolutely amazing woman for you to go down the marital path again because we both know <laughs> what oh, happened gosh. last time around you. But you know what? You've probably grown and you've probably learned immensely on what to do and not do to get yourself in a toxic relationship. So, you know, even though as painful as that former relationship was, I'm sure you've learned a ton from that. And it has made you this new person to be able to accept somebody new like her into your life. Well, also, and, you know, I, I know you and I talked about this the last time I was on your show. And I think she's she's the one person who's been able to tolerate me this long because... <laughs> <laughs> because ever since ever since my divorce, you know, I, I'm very critical, and I'm really quick to say, you know what, this isn't for me. Yeah. And she's the one person that says, no, um, let's talk this out, let's work this out. And I, you know, because the smallest thing can just, I'm like, you know what, it's, you know, it's just not going to work for me. Or, and she's been extremely patient, and I think she sees value in it. That you know, she sees the struggle I've been through, and yeah, she's a great person because she she tolerates everything. Because I'm like, hey, you're gonna have your finances straight. I want to see credit report. I want to see credit score. And you know, you can't. You know, a lot of relationships, you go in the door like that, and they're like, no way. <laughs> right. But right. I'm like, you know, I'm just not. I'm not the kind of person to jump on a sinking ship ever again. And and she has tolerated a lot of that for me. And. She's like, hey, you know, this is where I stand. This is what I've got. This is what I don't have. This is what I want to do for my future. And, you know, she apparently the juice is worth the squeeze for her. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So it sounds like your advice here in that regard is to get really clear on what it is you want. So then you can communicate that to your partner. Because if you didn't have a solid footing of what you will and will not tolerate or will accept or not accept, then it would be hard to translate that to your partner. So I think what I'm hearing from this is that you were clear on what you wanted. Yes, absolutely. And, and also it gave her room to, to say, hey, well, this is what I expect as well. I mean, it, it puts, puts it out there for both of us to say, you know, this is what I accept, this is what I tolerate, this is what I don't tolerate. You know, we were both previously married. Uh, she was, you know, um, done pretty poorly in the divorce. And, you know, my divorce sob story, so I don't have to tell you again. But uh, yeah. neither one of us want that. And there's always, you gotta, you got to know, you got to kind of agree or come to terms that at some point in time you're going to have to be together. 
that you're going to have somebody is going to have to go and move or you know you you can't I don't see it this really wouldn't work for a lot of people to begin with long distance relationship and then on top of that you have to kind of come to an agreement like hey at this point in 6 months a year year and a half two years three years whatever we're going to have to be married we're going to have to be under the same roof for a majority of the time so do you think that long-distance relationships are not suited for most people? Do you think you guys are the exception to the rule? What's your thoughts on that? I'm not saying we're the exception to the rule because it, it has been difficult. I mean, we do still spend sometimes four to five weeks apart just because we have, you know, we have children and it's financial. It's just not always uh, feasible. But uh, I just, I think... She sees value in it enough to continue on, and so do I. I, I mean, it's just just the way we both see it. It's it's had its tough times, but I, I don't think people today really are willing to make that commitment um, per se, as far as you know, always keeping that trust established, that communication. Somebody, I think, eventually is going to fall off the wagon, and I, I think it's difficult for especially the majority of the people today and a lot of the topics that we touch on. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, Joe, we're heading on to a break. I would love to have you stay on if you have the time. If not, we uh, thank you for uh, hopping on to the show, as always. And by the way, my audience, uh, you can find Joe. He is the Men's Advocate East on Facebook. That's the Men's Advocate East no affiliation with my company, but he gives some really great advice to men who are struggling with their exes and dealing with child custody issues and alienation and things of this nature. So you have to check him out. And I'll, and I'll link this after the show. Um, Joe, would you, are you able to stay on or do you have to take sure. off now? Sure, we can stay on. Awesome. All right. So if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about long distance relationships. If you have a question for me or Joe or what have you or, or a problem or a situation or you or if you'd like to tell your story on long distance relationships, we would love to hear from you. You can call us at 951 922 3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We'll catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. We're open now. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped. Henson Brewing Company, Burbank, California. Come as you Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. 
where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about long-distance relationships. Do they work? Do they not work? We have a success story. Uh, Joe, we were just talking to him uh, just a moment ago. that He's been with his lady for about two years, and they're getting married. Congratulations, Joe. It's so uh, refreshing to hear somebody who has actually made the long-distance relationship work. Thank you, thank you. Yes, it's 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 had its challenges, but it's it's definitely been um, well worth it for both both of us. Awesome. All right. So, if you would like to call in on this topic, do so at nine five one nine two two thirty five thirty two. Again, that number is nine five one nine two two thirty five thirty two. We're talking about long distance relationships. Let's now welcome to the show. Sherwin, and you have a long-distance relationship as well. Do tell. Hello, am I on? Yes, you are. Hi, Sherwin. Oh, hi, Linda. How are you doing? Wonderful. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about your story. Okay, well, I thought about this topic. I'm not going to give a very long story, but basically for about a little over two years since I moved to Vegas, uh, I knew this nice girl and uh, it's sometimes people can say it is family culture work well it's not work or culture I would say in my case same culture and uh, the problem though might be family because uh, well I was only really able to see her a couple of times in this two-year span or, or so and Maybe it's because uh, her family might be uh, a little bit on the protective side and she might work. And it seems like now we both communicated that we would like to be in a relationship. And she has expressed interest in relocating to Las Vegas. And I told her there are plenty of hospital translating jobs in Russian and Persian for you over here. But for one reason or another, uh, seems to be just moving at a snail's pace, and it's uh, rather disheartening and frustrating. So about six months ago, I told her, you know, nothing personal, and then we could still uh, remain friends, but let's not get into a serious, committed relationship until if you want to relocate over here, and then we can talk more, and maybe you can start out by, like, splitting the utility, something like that. I mean... You can stay here with me. But anyway, that's basically the story. I would say, too, I have friends uh, in the military and in civilian, and I would say about, nice that your friend it worked out or the person that called, but out of the 20 couples that I know, uh, probably four are still uh, together. So I'd say probably 75 to 80% of the time it doesn't work out. I would say probably because you need to at least see each other uh, every once in a while, and maybe that might be the reason why. But I just wanted to get your uh, your input on that. So I agree. I think the relationship can't solely be on you know texting and and cyber and social media. Right. I would say probably at the very minimum you would have to get together face to face at least once a month. Yes. So I you know, otherwise too. that connection kind of wanes. So um yeah, that might be an issue. You know, not everybody has the finances to see each other, or maybe you have the finances, but maybe because of the job status you can't take that much time off from work to travel right. to each other's towns. Right, and it's not the issue of finances because I'm only in uh, Vegas and she's in San Diego and it's the $80 gas round trip with my car. But whether the issue with her work or me uh, teaching music on the side or something, like you said, you can only Skype and that works for a little bit. But 
if you can't even once a month, even if you do couple of uh, once every couple of months, that's still better than nothing. But if it's a little average of once over a year, it's kind of hard to keep that connection going. Yeah, once over a year, it's you probably don't have enough there to keep it going. Uh, <laughs> that flame right. has to be, you know, fanned a little bit. Otherwise, it's just going to die out. So mm-hmm. not that you intend it to be that way, but it's just no. it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think, uh, you know, now, did, you guys, wanted... did you guys meet when you were both in L.A.? Is that how that works? No, I actually uh, met her when she was in San Diego and actually through the uh, Russian friend in L.A. who introduced me to her. But as, at that time, I was transitioning from L.A. to uh, Las Vegas, and uh, I still keep in contact with that Russian friend in L.A., but uh, <laughs> she's the one who, uh, and she actually uh, was also a, uh, for a while, a, uh, a psychologist that uh, for a few times after the military I went through. Uh, but anyway, she was the one that introduced me to her because she thought it was a good fit. But unfortunately, just not being able to see each other too often, I think that's just going to keep things in the friend zone for now, and I'll just keep my distance. Until she says, hey, oh, okay, I got a... Uh, admin job in uh, UNLV or something, okay, then we can talk some more. But yeah. I really don't I think, think that's, that's going to happen. Because that way you're setting up a certain expectation to not really, mm-hmm. that this is not really going anywhere further unless one of us decides to move. So right. I don't know if your situation, if you can pick up and move to San Diego. Um, that's I don't another know that's problem, an too, because as a, um, now I'm sorry, I'm talking a little bit longer than I anticipated, but uh, I'm planning on buying a house and starting a business, getting something like an Arco or a Chevron gas station. And the reason why I moved over here in the first place for the state tax benefit. So I wish I could pick up and move. But the thing is, she can pick up and move. Uh, maybe she's just doesn't want to leave her comfort zone in uh, San Diego, California. So that right. might be, or maybe she doesn't want to be too far away from her family. That might be another thing. So maybe has a protective, maybe not so much on the Russian side, maybe a little on the Persian side, for example. So, you know, you, uh, so it could, like I said, it could be any factor, but uh, right. basically, Basically, I think that's the best thing. So the lessons that I learned from it is uh, try and find someone that is local, whether it is uh, at your local church or some uh, sports activity or gym or something, but try to keep it in the city. So uh, now at least I have uh, one other uh, friend, prospect, a Ukrainian friend, but at least she's in the city. So that's a lot better. Thank you, Sir Sherwin, for coming on board. I really appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. Sure thing. I appreciate it. And yeah, I'd say unfortunately 70 to 80% don't work. So I'll just wrap it up with that. So congrats to the gentleman who actually got married after getting divorced. So, all right. Well, thank you for answering me. Thank you. Take care. All right. Yeah, I think a lot of times people get into these long-distance relationships because they themselves are not ready to be in a relationship. So it's sort of like you have one toe in the water, but you're not really willing or ready to jump into the pool. So, you know, it works for a few. It doesn't work for most And uh, I think you have to see that person on a somewhat regular basis to keep that flame going. And outside of that, I I, I am going to cite Joe's uh, um, reasoning with regard to a high level of communication really helped him sew up uh, the deal to where both parties are on the same page. Joe is getting his needs met, and I'm sure he's looking after his woman and making sure that she feels safe and comfortable, and she's getting her needs met as well in, in her uh, 
not only in her current uh, hometown, but what will happen in the future? What will that look like? And how can the two parties come together to, you know, dance this delicate dance? Right, Joe? Yes, absolutely. And I will also point out a couple other circumstances that have helped us spend a lot more time together is that anywhere there's an Internet connection, she can basically work. So when when her daughter, yes, that has worked to our advantage. When when her daughter is off from school, she can spend as much time. She has spent a week, two weeks here uh, working from this home here where we we can spend two, two, three weeks at a time together. And there's been just so many different circumstances that have worked to our advantage. So we would even see what it would be like operating as a married couple that we would spend day after day. And so to add up to this point, she hasn't gotten tired of me yet. So, <laughs> so but it, it, a lot of those circumstances help where you can spend two, three weeks together at a time and, and really uh, make more of that connection. And then when you're apart, keep the communication up and try to see each other as much as possible. But, but yes, as Sherwin kind of uh, stated you know, once you're getting out outside of a month or, you know, five, six weeks apart, I even for me, I personally, I don't see how, you know, it, it would, could continue. I, I don't see how it would really last myself. I agree. Yes, and I mentioned what you just said at the top of the hour, that if one person can work remotely, you know, via a laptop or what have you, that definitely would improve things as well because that gives the person a different option that, you know, they don't have to be in city one. They could go to city two and not worry that things are slacking off. So that that's that was a good option in your case. Yes, now, what about... What about you not only had to deal with the logistics of a long-distance relationship, Joe, but, you know, you also have the added measure, the added layer of a blended family because, you know, even when she wants to pick up and go, she can't do that because I'm sure she's tied into her daughter's school schedule or what have you. So how did you uh, work out that balance, the blended family balance? Well, um, and I'll give away a little secret here. I think mm-hmm. as being a full-time single father, it yeah. kind of makes you it kind of makes you more desirable on the market. But just keep yeah. that between us. <laughs> but no, I, I think that uh, that she saw that I've raised my son. He's grown. He's he's 23 now out the house, and he, mm-hmm. he lives nearby. But um, I'm also raising two daughters. Mm-hmm. And I think a single guy comes like, like let's say if one of the one person or male coming into a relationship doesn't have children, it's going to be a lot harder for him to know how to cope with dealing with children because you know yourself. There's times I'm sure your daughter has driven you completely up the wall. Yeah, and my daughters do that to me too. But I have that experience with with my daughters. I know kind of what they need, when they need it. I can read their expressions. I can read their emotions really well. And that kind of gives me an advantage as far as providing for her daughter that, you know, she's going to find caring. She's going to find love and and concern. And because I I have that experience with, with, with the children, but, you know, like I say, a, a full-time single father, that there's not many of us out here. And I think that kind of changes it up a lot, too, as well. Yeah, it definitely gives you an absolute advantage. And the fact that you have two girls and she has a girl, that probably helps things along as well. And hopefully, you know, all the girls get along with each other. They have a new playmate, right? So that, that could be a bonus as well. Oh, absolutely. Her daughter and my youngest, they, yeah, they're basically inseparable. I, they, they, uh, they, um, pretty much are, I can see the two of them getting in all kinds of trouble when they get older. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. All right, Joe, if you want to hang on for just a moment, we're, um, at our break. So, uh, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about 
long-distance relationships. Do they work? Do they not work? Maybe are there some tips there that could kind of up your odds a little bit if you're really intent on making this work? All right. So let's uh, talk to you right back after the break. Call us at 951-922-3532. And again, that number is 951-922-3532. Call us with any questions or tell us your story on long-distance relationships. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about long-distance relationships. Before we hop back into the topic, if you like our show, show your love. There are many ways to do so. You can listen, call, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, Download my app and buy my book on Amazon. And yes, in my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever, of course I have a chapter in there about long-distance relationships. So you'll want to check that out and find out exactly what I think about long-distance relationships and maybe some tips in there to show you how to, just like Joe, how to make them work, how to make them stick. All right, so check that out. It's called Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. And you can find that on Amazon, either in the paperback version or in the ebook version. Make that happen. And while we're at it, just wanted to announce that Henson Brewing Company is now open. We're having a baseball season opener with the Dodgers. That's coming up tomorrow at 4 p.m. Pacific. That's 4 p.m. Pacific. So check us out on Facebook and all of the social media on Instagram or Untapped or Yelp. You can find us. Just type in Henson Brewing Company and uh, you'll find out exactly what's going on. We're having Dodger dogs and sloppy nachos, uh, ballpark franks, loaded dogs, and all the above. All right? So we'll hope to see you there. All right, let's rejoin our program now. We're talking about long-distance relationships. So, you know, today it's not uncommon for the person to have maybe a half a dozen social media accounts, three different email addresses, the opportunity to stray and not be connected to your long-distance partner is very great. So how do you avoid all the noise that's going on with all their other media, Joe? How, how does one avoid all that and not get distracted? Well, 
for me, it's just my personal experience. I just, I, I wouldn't want that being done to me. And she always main, maintains that level of trust that I have for her, that mm -hmm. she always makes herself available to me when, when I need to know that, you know, there's no straying. And I do the best I can to provide that level of trust for her. And I think both of our experiences tells us that we know what we want out of life. And there's no reason, you know, there's just, this day and age, there's just not, you know, I have, you know, since I've divorced, I have dated. And, I mean, it's, it's just been a mess. It's just, just there's no one that uh, really fits the bill for what I was looking for un until she came along. And her personality, the way she is flexible, the way she carries herself, she's uh, she's a woman and that she's not, you know, this modern age crazy feminist stuff and, and all that. You run into that a lot and that's that's just uh, the biggest, you know, red flag for me and, and she wants no part of that. She wants to be a classy woman. She wants to have class style. Everything I've wanted, um, she portrays that and that's what she wants to be and I, I um, apparently am what she wants out of life. I love hearing that. So, yeah, it's just a matter of getting very specific on what you want and then to translate that to the other person. And I think if you your, yourselves are very uh, satiated and comfortable with your getting what you need to get out of the relationship, then there's no reason to stray. I mean, people who are straying are either because they're bored or they're not getting fully out of the relationship what they think they should be getting. So that's when there's danger afoot. Thank you, uh, Joe, for joining our program. And uh, thank you to the audience for listening in and inviting us uh, to your lives. Join us each and every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Men's Advocate Show. We'll see you next Wednesday.